0: Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining me on another episode of Greg's Mental Breakdown. We're here, and I'm uh, happy that you joined me, happy that you're taking the time to uh, check this out. Maybe you're just bored at home, maybe you're doing some laundry, maybe you're spending some time doing some homework or something, and for whatever reason, you enjoy listening uh, to me ramble on for a little bit, and I, I appreciate that. You know, I, I thought it was just me that enjoyed my ramblings, but at least th- there's at least 20, 30 of you that are that are uh, engaged with this, so thank you. If you feel like it's something that you want to share with someone, go and share it with somebody. I really would appreciate that, just getting a little more uh, exposure. But you don't have to. You can tell people you hate it, I don't care. It doesn't really bother me. But I hope everyone uh, out there is having a good day. Wishing a good day to my friends and my family and my enemies. Did Greg just did Greg just wish his enemies had a good day? Y- yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I, I uh I hope that if anyone I don't now for one, I don't think I have enemies. I don't think I have many, if any. There might be some people out there that, you know, maybe disagree with me, maybe uh dislike certain aspects of who I am and that's okay. But I do hope that they have a good day. Greg, how, how can you how can you hope that these people that dislike you or are hateful or evil? How do you, how do you, how do you hope that these guys have have a good day? What that doesn't make any sense. These people are bad. Yeah, I I mean I guess I get it, but you know, and maybe it's just my hopeful thinking. But I would hope that if there are people out there who uh, wake up angry or wake up ready to hate, you know, loaded to hate, I would hope that they have a good day, you know, and in the sense that I think if they would have a really awesome day, maybe maybe they'd be less likely to uh, participate in in hate or discrimination or disagreement confrontation to be uh less less likely to to be angry I mean imagine if someone who who was hateful someone who was angry woke up and just had a really good day like their mom made them their fa- favorite breakfast I mean they woke up and you know they got the last bit of, of their lucky charms and it was all marshmallows or like ninety percent marshmallows. And it's like, oh man, this is awesome. And they wait, and then they go out the door, you know, get ready for a nice stroll, getting ready, and then they're walking outside, and it's kind of windy, and the wind just blows a hundred dollar bill into their face. Whoa, this is a hundred dollars. Oh my goodness, this will buy so much Nazi memor- memorabilia. <laughs> Anyways, they have their $100 and now they're just riding a little bit higher. And they're walking down the street and maybe they stop into their favorite breakfast spot or lunch spot. Because in this scenario, this person's already had Lucky Charms for breakfast. So maybe they walk into their favorite lunch spot at lunchtime. And, you know, they get their favorite food. And as they're going to pay, someone pays for their lunch. What? Free lunch Oh my god, thank you sir They're like, no problem hey, And by the way, nice shoes You got some nice shoes there What? You like my shoes? Oh my goodness They got free lunch they getting their shoes complimented They're on the way home They get all the green lights You know, they get home They turn on their TV Their favorite rerun of I Love Lucy's on Oh my god, Lucy, you did it again I love this episode. You know, they come home and the dog's super happy to see them. That sounds like a good day, you know. Overall, you know, they get a message back from that that uh, the person they swiped on on, on Tinder, right? And I'm like, oh my god, now I got a match. I'm gonna go out on a date this Saturday. This is this is great. I would hope that that person, if in the regular day, is a hateful person that goes around and you know spewing spewing hate and disagreement and confrontation. I would hope that that one day would just make them a little less likely to do so. You know, a little less likely to be upset at whatever they're upset at. So I do hope that people out there that you know we consider bad or that are evil or Hateful towards us, people that we disagree with, whether it be someone in your family, a coworker, someone on the uh, national stage, whether it be the president, president-elect, whoever, if we disagree with them, I still think that we would hope that they have a good day. I think we should all you know pray for those people that you know we disagree with, that we think that are in the wrong. They're doing evil. Because honestly, I think the more light that they see, the more good that they see in others, you know, I would hope that they're more inclined, you know, to stay in that, you know. I think nowadays we're far too it's far too often that we're so quick. To wish that those that we disagree with, those that we think are hateful. Were far too quick to say that they should just burn in hell every single day. And I get it. You know, I think there's people out there who have really experienced some really malicious things. You know, some really dark things. And it's hard to overcome those things sometimes. But I think until we, until we forgive those people that have wronged us. Or that we feel that, you know, have Put us in the situation we're in now. You know, we never truly break free of those things, so I think forgiveness is a very important thing that we must practice in our in our walk of humanity. You know, me in particular in my walk of Christianity, it's just something that I think is you know the foundation of where we need to be and wh- what we're working towards. And nowadays, we're we're so far from that, I think and on the national scale, or what we see, you know, perpetuated on social media. So maybe it's not really like that, but I think we do see a lot of that, you know. The way social media platforms are geared is they're attention-based, you know. All these platforms like Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, it's all geared at keeping you engaged, you know, it's keeping your attention. It's it's an attention economy that we're in right now with these things. So these, these platforms, they show you what you're most likely, what's most likely to keep you engaged. And 90% of the time it's stuff that, you know, it's either going to trigger you, something that's going to, it's trigger you or trigger others. You know, these algorithms kind of predict those things. You know, they see what you like with what grabs your attention when articles you click on what articles your friends click on it's going to show you those things so unfortunately you know in this world that we live in where that's a high percentage of where we spend our time it's not really cultivating i think that aspect of forgiveness and the aspect of hoping the best for others so it's something that we have to work towards. It's not gonna be it's not easy, definitely not at all. But uh I feel that it's important, something that we need to try to work towards. So let's hope for the best, everybody. Let's hope for the best. Let's pray for each other, the ones we disagree with, people that we do love and agree with, everybody. So we could all use a little prayer. So that's the mood I'm in right now. You know, I, it's been a couple of weeks since I've sat down and had a productive podcast. We'll see if this actually makes it onto uh, onto uh, onto the air, I guess. I've had a couple of other ones that stopped incomplete and I never posted them. But this is hopefully going to be a short one. I'm trying to do this before I have to start getting ready for work. One son's at school. The other one's asleep. And my wife's asleep. So this is my uh, my time right now. And I'm making a decision. Right now I could be uh, washing a few dishes that are in the sink right now. But I'm uh, choosing to do this. Hopefully I don't get in too much trouble. I think the saying goes, it's uh, easier to ask for... For forgiveness than permission <laughs> So I'm sorry honey Sorry the dishes aren't going to get washed But uh, anyone that uh, Follows me on any kind of social media platform Whether it be Facebook or Instagram Or Twitter you know, Knows that I like to uh, Comment On uh, The goings on Of society at the moment Whenever I have something to say, something that I think is funny, something that I think is contradictory, just trying to point out things that I think sometimes we miss whenever things are being perpetuated on such a mass scale. And whether people listen or not, I really don't know. It's just for me, I feel like sometimes that pointing these things out gets us out of a like linear thinking i think sometimes we're in a very linear thought process of what we believe and what we see and a lot of the time nowadays we don't take the time to really dig a little deeper into some situations into some thoughts and to me that's what this is about you know i love trying to just talk things out amongst my just to myself really And it's weird. I feel like over the past year, really, there's so much more conversation about these issues going on. You know, especially just within my own home. I think my wife and I spend a lot of time just talking about what's going on, trying to make sense of it, trying to, uh, you know, just talk about what we're seeing between the two of us. And whenever I go to my in-laws, there's always a pretty, you know, there's a conversation about, you know, politics or something that's going on in this in society. So I know within like my little circle, you know, I think we're all just trying to figure it out. And I think it's something that's, I think most people can, you know, agree with or relate to. I feel a lot of people are out there just trying to figure this out. They're trying to navigate this like these rough waters, I think that's what it is right now. Like we're trying to sail somewhere, and these waters all of a sudden just got really rough and turbulent. And you know, this boat's just rocking back and forth, and we're trying to get a hold of it. We're trying to see what's in front of us. And you know, some people are blaming the water, some people are blaming the boat. But I don't think either one's at fault. You know, it's just okay, how do we get through this? Let's continue. Let's focus on what's going to keep us floating. Let's not sink, let's patch any holes that we have. And let's not waste time on things that aren't gonna keep us afloat. You know, let's not poke holes in the ship that's been carrying us on this lifelong journey. You know, this journey as a society, I think we've it's it's an interesting analogy that just kinda came to me, but you know, as a society, we've kind of been building the ship and we've been on we've been sailing this voyage you know this voyage of of humanity like we're trying to figure this out and we've people have for thousands of years have been working this out themselves and over time you know we we anyone that right now is lis- listening to this we're very fortunate that we're born into something that's established to the extent that it is you know I think we take that for granted a lot you know I think we spend too much time thinking about the missteps that we that society had from its beginning till now. You know, whether it be racism or inequality of of uh, of people, whether it be genders or race or age or anything like that. So obviously, you know, we've had some missteps in the past and our ancestors, I think, were just as as much as we are, just trying to figure this out. And we've made progress. You know, we've realized that... You know, we've realized that as a society, we've we've been wrong a few times. You know, in some cases, very wrong. And I think we're trying to correct that. I think there are still... You know, obviously, there's still people out there that have some, you know, well-rooted ideas, you know, well-rooted hate. You know, it's it's just like a weed that's really, really deep in there, but it doesn't mean that you can't get it out. You know, sometimes it is far gone. You know, you try to rip off the top, but the roots are still there. And I think sometimes it really falls on the next generation to just kind of change that. I don't think we're ever going to change sometimes these these very, very well-rooted you know trees that have been there for for almost 100 years sometimes but we can start with our new cultivation with our new you know our, our young society right now i think i think we we have the right ideas i think we want you know better lives for everyone and i think that's you know priority number 1 I think everyone can agree on that. I think sometimes we get too stuck on what was wrong in the past as opposed to how can we prevent those things in the future. What actions can we take now to correct those things to at least correct our path? And uh I don't know, I just feel like right now there's just so it's it's almost feels cliché to say because I feel like I've said it so many times and you hear it so often on the news or by other political commentators or anybody about how just divided we are right now, how much how much division there is in our society, how much we don't want to listen to the other side, how much how polarized we are. And it, it obviously is a problem, you know. And, uh, it's, it's interesting. I think there are groups of people out there who are tired of hearing the extremes, you know, from the extreme left to the extreme right. Cause I think that's all you really hear. That's all that really gets the coverage. But I think there's tons of people that are, you know, in the middle of that, that just, just want true progress. They want true cooperation, communication. And they aren't—they aren't grounded in hate, you know. You know, something that's interesting to me. And I, I criticize both sides, you know. I think each side is in the wrong, right now at least seventy percent of the time. I think we're, I, th- I think there's just too much. That these platforms are trying to gain. At the expense of others. But something that's interesting to me is, you know, the left, the Democrats... Now, for one, I don't consider myself either one. I don't consider myself a Democrat or a Republican. I really don't align myself with, with either ideology. I think they have both are too far gone from what they once were to where they're at now. I would say that I'm a very conservative person, but I do believe in progress. I do believe in trying to understand the things that we don't understand... And seeing how we can make these things work. But honestly the the left, the Democrats, when they were trying to vote Trump out, congratulations to Joe Biden, by the way. You know, it seems like he won. There's obviously still some uh people that think that's up for debate. I'm just ready to ke- get this continue this, uh this journey, you know. Continue let's just get let's just keep this going, you know, let's not waste time. On stuff that's really not going to make a difference. But anyways. When the left was trying to get Trump out. You know. I saw it a lot. I read it a lot. Where. People. Like the slogan they use is. Vote out hate. Vote out hate. You know they're talking about Trump. You know calling him hateful. Calling him a racist. Which is fine call them names, but to me that's so contradictory because right after they quote unquote voted out hate, it seemed like uh, definitely a majority of the posts of those same people were now along the lines of, ha, you lost, you stupid Trumpies, go back under your rock with your cousins and stay there. You guys don't have any brain cells, that all kind of thing. Which is, to me, very hateful. I mean, are we voting out hate with more hate? It doesn't really make a lot of sense. You know, I saw that a lot. There's a lot of hate for Trump. There's a lot of hate for people that support Trump, who voted for Trump. I'm going to be honest with you guys, I didn't vote at all. You know, but if there was a gun to my head and I had to vote for someone that was one of those two candidates, I would probably have to vote for Trump. And not because I support Trump. I don't believe that he's going to make this world a better place. I don't feel like he's going to make America great again. I do think that he is uh, someone with a very low character. Like, honestly, I'm the way I picture the presidency. Like, if we were imagining, let's say, the White House. And each brick of the White House represented a president. You know, I think they painted it white for a reason. You know, to kind of... To kind of represent purity. Represent something that was, you know... Didn't have any blemishes or something that see that at least that their goal was something that was like their goal was something that was pure something that was not messed with so if every brick was white and they represented every president in the past, I feel like just Donald Trump's brick would just be orange, you know it would be a smear on the institution of the presidency, which I feel it is you know I feel like Having Donald Trump as president has definitely, you know, brought down the value of that position, at least while he's been in there. And you might say, Greg, why would you vote for that guy? Then, if someone, he brought down the value of the presidency, he brought down the value of what we saw as a country. And I honestly, it's a little bit complicated It really just has to do with uh, I mean it's a big picture thing Like You think of the left You think Of the Democrats There is just I feel like so much influence that they have That so much of what we see is influenced By what they want us to see And that sounds a little conspiracy theory Type thing but Honestly, let's just take the new, let's just take the media for like mainstream media, for instance, and not news outlets, but what we see in commercials and TV and movies and that kind of thing. To me, that kind of perpetuation, like if you think about, I mean, I I just think like if you think about what. These things are trying to make you see what these people are aligning themselves with. It's it's all very left-leaning, you know? Like, let's just take the uh, the commercials to vote, for instance. All these commercials that were like, go vote. You need to vote. Your voice matters. Your voice counts. Every vote counts. All these celebrities, all these musicians in all these commercials... They're telling you to vote. They're it really, really felt like they're essentially telling you. Vote for Joe Biden. Vote for not Trump. Anytime you saw these advertisements, it's it, it's very left leaning, you know. They like they don't say it. And I think it's weird how when people tell you to vote, or that I voted, that no one ever really tells you who they voted for. of the people that are wearing the shirts that say vote or that are participating in commercials to vote, it felt like at least this time it was very, very left-leaning. And, you know, I think people were obviously upset with Trump and they wanted that change. But just the way the political system itself worked and how we ended up with Joe Biden, to me that also, you know, didn't sit well with me. Like, I don't think anyone was even talking about Joe Biden. Everyone was talking about Bernie Sanders. You know, there were some other trailblazers like Tulsi Gabbard that were, I think, favored by a lot of people. Andrew Yang. You know, some of you might be like, who are these people? And i answered answer to you, they were very, uh, very, very qualified candidates that we really didn't hear much about these uh these new news outlets even these left-leaning news outlets would not give these people i think the fair amount of time that they deserved that they deserved uh, there was some interesting uh, post that i saw on reddit <coughs> it was a uh, it was a comparison video and the video was essentially uh it was, I think one of the last interviews Trump did was 60 Minutes, and, uh, the media blew it up. You know, they kind of, the, what they showed you was, a uh, the interviewer asking questions, and the way it was edited, you know, it showed that Trump was blowing up on, on this person after just being asked one or two questions. So they put this video out that was maybe about, uh, 8 minutes, 10 minutes. And on Reddit, I guess uh, the White House also posted the full video. There's a full interview. The full interviews are probably about 20 minutes long. And it's just very interesting to me that that was, was edited in such a manner to make it seem the way that it did. Now, I watched the full interview because I was just curious. Well, this is, for one, just looking at the time stamps. They were both very different. There's like a big chunk missing from the actual, you know, video that they showed and aired on the air on 60 Minutes compared to the full interview. So that caught my attention. So I started watching and it's very interesting. You know, I think Trump was asked a lot of questions. He answered, I think, a lot of them fairly well. He had a few different, you know, rebuttals that were also fair. I think they made they made sense. And it took a while before it got to the point where Donald Trump was riled up to the point where they were able to edit it to to make it seem like he was just breaking down and losing it. You know, asking getting asked one or two questions and just losing it. But it was a it was a progression. And it was over frustration of You know, the person that was interviewing him not answering, you know, the questions that Trump had to them or, you know, the way he answered the questions she didn't agree with. So it was just very interesting. You know, like I said, I'm not a supporter of Trump, but I'm not a supporter of how we're portraying, you know, these people. I think one of the most important things right now is getting the full story. and I think right now we're in a very weird spot in society. Like I mentioned earlier, there are people who are, uh, disputing the outcome. You know, there are people who are disputing the outcome of the election. And honestly, honestly, I know we, there's no way to really prove it because we would have to go into some alternate universe and try to, and to, to see this. But if the car, if you know the tables were turned and Donald Trump had been declared the winner, there would be just as much outcry from the other side of a fixed election. Just as much outcry of uh, of meddling with the votes, suppressing the votes. It would have been something. I I just feel it. I know it would have been the case. You know, and I think there was even a moment there when. Before the election, people were preparing by buying more. There was more hoarding going on. People were scared that something was going to go down after the election. And honestly, you know, I felt that if any side was going to act out, it was going to be the left. You know, I think I that was just me taking information of what I had already been seeing over the past couple months. You know, there were riots, you know, with the Black Lives Matter protests. And to me, that was all very left-leaning. It was also very, you know, anti-Trump at the core of it. You know, thinking that he was perpetuating this racism. And, uh, you know, it's not Donald Trump's fault in this case. You know, as far as police brutality and all that goes, that, that's all been there. It was long before Trump. So obviously, we need to call attention to these things and fix them. But... Just the way that the left had already been reacting. I I was already, you know, concerned that if Donald Trump was declared the winner, that things were going to go down. But then the left was going to be upset. But going back to my point, like if, if he would have won, there would have been also outcry. I think of foul play. And it's just this weird point that we're at in society right now where... I think all these institutions, these news outlets, these institutions that have had so much, you know, high standing, you know, these these things that we used to trust, now nobody trusts them. It's so weird. These institutions have lost so much of their credibility, so much of their value. Like I'll ask all of you right now, anyone that's listening, anytime you hear a news story, how often are you 100% believing it right away? Or how many of you actually like, well, let me look myself. Let me read a few other sources. Because honestly, I think, I mean, me, myself, anytime I hear something, I have to go read it myself. I have to go check two or three sources just to see what the full story is. Because it's either very biased or it's very leaning one direction or the other. And I think until you start doing work on your own is when you start really noticing those type of things. But if you're just listening to things and taking them at face value that can be very dangerous and to me that's the very polarizing aspect of our society right now but it's it's very concerning to me and I think to a lot of people how much like we're in a weird spot where there's just no credibility like even with COVID like there's just been so much back and forth so much information no one has the right information you know I think even places like medical professionals or you know People like medical professionals have also lost some credibility because during when COVID first started, you know, obviously, I think they were trying to conserve masks. But there was, you know, it was even said by, by the CDC, oh, you know, masks aren't required. They're not going to protect you, which they necessarily don't. It is for the other person. But people perceive that as, OK, we don't need them. And then, you know, a few months later, they're like, well, actually, we need them. Everybody's got to wear masks. You should wear a mask. So that's, that was very wishy-washy, I think I mean, not necessarily, because I understand that what they stated was that they're not going to protect you, which they don't. And then they changed their stance and said, no, we actually have to wear them as a society to protect each other. People saw that as wishy-washy, as, okay, you need them, now you don't. Or you don't need them, now you do. So I know they weren't necessarily portraying the same message. I think when they told us to wear them, they were letting us know that we're protecting each other because we don't know who has it and how we're spreading it so we have to stop where we can but even that I think was you know a hit at these institutions that have had so much credibility over time and now they've been slowly been torn away at so I think there is you know people obviously want credibility they want somewhere that they can turn and get information and not be so concerned about whether it's true or not So, uh, you know, I unfortunately have to step off of this podcast. I want to just get a few things off my chest. I do have to start getting ready for work, but I, I'll leave you guys with that. I just hope that as you guys continue on, as the years continue on and we go through this next presidency, that we don't take everything at face value. We really start digging a little bit deeper. It's going to take a little more effort, but I think it's going to really pay itself forward. Pay more attention. Read more articles. Listen to more of what people are saying. Try to do do some research and look, listen to full interviews. Whoever it is. I think you really learn a lot about an individual. You learn a lot about what someone's trying to say. You learn a lot about where people stand. You know, and I'm not saying that these people are uh, all right. You know, I think they all... I think you just understand them better. You understand that, you well, these pers- this person really is hateful. Or, you know what, no, this person is just misunderstood. You know, I think it goes both ways, but I think the more information you have, the better. So I urge p- everyone out there to just uh, do research on your own. Look for your own information. Don't be- honestly, don't, you know, don't believe everything you hear right away. I'm not going to say don't believe everything you hear because that's not really helpful, but don't truly take anything to heart until you've maybe done a little legwork yourself. I think that'll help, uh, help yourself and help everybody. But I hope you guys have a great week. Hope you guys have a great day. Hope you guys hug someone, love someone, show someone the light of the world. And I think we're all going to be okay guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time and, uh, peace out.